Hi, hello, welcome to The Circle. <laughs> the new season of The Circle. We don't know what season it is, but it is the new season. Yeah, I think we're, we're beyond that now. Because do we have it like the season of the podcast or we do the season of just the circle period? Because we'd be on like season six or something. We, whatever makes us sound like we've been in the game for a long sixth time. season, we're on our yeah. sixth season. Man. We're on our sixth <laughs> season of the circle. Mad. The fact that I put up with the homie for this long is amazing. What do you mean? It's a privilege. It's okay, who are you, please? Who am I? Yeah. Um, I am Leon May. You didn't say the Gallim Sugar. When was this? Because I don't know what you're talking about. Beanie, oh my god, your uncle already. Oh, who am I? Oh, my oh. bad. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> you should have sang it. <laughs> but yeah, um, my name is Leon Main. I'm a writer producer. I co run production company BWG Limited, award winning production company. Oh I co run Insight, which is a network for black professionals above the line in TV and film. I am a father. I am a philanthropist. Oh, wow. I am your favorite carpenter's favorite carpenter. That's it for now. Each episode, I'm going to add more and more to it. Yeah, but this is, I think it's actually lessened because your skills are depleted. I wonder why. I'm tired. Okay. As a new father, you you, you get tired. Oh, wow. Don't worry. I'll, I'll just spew something out during the middle of the, um, <laughs> the interview. How are you? Oh, and I'm obviously co-founder of The Circle. I forgot about the circle. That's, imagine that. The wow. whole thing that why we Okay, I'm going to introduce myself properly. Hi, I'm Aquaya. Oh my God. Look at you. That's my old school way of saying my name. Oh, when your interviews, when they get it wrong. Yeah, when in school, like Aquaya, to make it more palatable. Aquaya. Hi, I'm Aquaya, founder of the British Blacklist, uh, and also co founder, co creator, co executive producer, co director, oh lead host and presenter of the circle podcast web series tv show live truth. events <laughs> music publishing company <laughs> <laughs> i'm also producer of the um your artist could never podcast and tvb talks podcast i'm also co-founder of soul film festival so i'm a mother i'm a mother that makes me actually i'm a mother of a pediatric nurse which makes me actually a nurse no that's not how it works. It, no, it is because actually... It's the other way around. No, no. We co-created a child that became a pediatric nurse. Through my blood, she became a nurse. Right. So that means within me, there's a nurse. Okay. Do you get me? 100%. Because I'm a pediatric nurse and I'm a carpenter, most definitely. I build things. And why are you... You're just copying my whole steam. No, but I build things. You why are, why are you a carpenter? What makes you a carpenter? What makes you a carpenter? I told you already, Ikea. So we do have a guest here today, don't we? Yeah, we, we know who we are. Who is our guest? Who is wow. our guest? Who are you? Wow. I mean, I cannot go as deep as either of you into <laughs> who I am. Who am I? Uh, my name's Aisha Bywaters. I'm a casting director for film and television. That's who I am. I won a BAFTA. That's very exciting. Um, trying to get used to saying that. <laughs> in a humble way. No, no, no. We, this is a place to brag. There is no humility in this room. No, there's none. That's it. And I'm a girl from South London. That's it. From South? Yeah. Whereabouts in South? I'm from Clapham, Clapham North. I grew up in Mitcham and uh -huh. Tooting Junction. Then I vacated to West London in my 18th year or 19th. Wow. I never yes. even knew that. Are you still in Clapham now? I'm not. Okay. Can't afford to live in Clapham now. <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> I live in, like, Annerley, which is near Crystal Palace. Oh. That's as close as I could get. What, so is, Anna, what is Annerley, Exactly. <laughs> well, you know what? There's a lot of actors moving to Annerley. 
I had a really uncomfortable thing I was gonna say. a while ago where me and an actor got an overground all the way to the casting and he was the first actor in that day. Oh, oh wow. my God. And it was just like... Did they get chosen? Well, they did. <laughs> and we just the whole way ignored each other. Did he know, did, did he know <laughs> who you were? He was coming in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You know, it's my casting. It's oh, my yeah, casting. Yeah, yeah. So, he knows, so yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I know he's coming in. I know he's first in. <gasps> I know we're going to go the whole way together. So we went the whole way together. And then... He sat at reception. I went upstairs, came back down, and was like, "Hello!" <laughs> and I was like, "Did we just ride the whole way together?" And he's like, "Yes." And I was like, "Okay." When, what did you do? Did you look to the left for the whole journey, or did you look in a book or on your phone? Did you yeah. avoid eye contact I the mean, whole time? I had my computer out for half the time, just okay. working on my way in. Were you really working? Were you just feeling like I just don't want the pressure? I was feeling very anxious. <laughs> okay, because <laughs> it was like, but it was like I don't want to get in your space before you come in. Yeah, I, you know. And I'm so happy that they got the job. I would have gone like this, looked at him like, mm. I would have looked like, mm, I'm sizing you up. Just, mm. him just keep journey. looking at him for the journey like, mm, is it going to be you? It's good thing you got it. Hold on, mm. director, because you're a casting director. I'm a casting director. But not a casting agent. No. So that is sort of something that <clears throat> we try and say that we're casting directors, not casting agents. I suppose adding the word agent just becomes a bit confusing mm. because a lot of people contact saying, hi, I really like your work. How do I get onto your books? Thinking that I'm an agent who represents actors, which right, isn't what I do. You. I'm given a specific project and then I work on that project and find actors for it with the help of agents. So, <laughs> So that's really important. And, you know... Agent, you know, that's an amazing job, but it's, it's a different job to my job. Because when she came in the room, she's yeah. like, who the hell called me an agent? Get them fired now. <laughs> really? And I said, Leon, I mean, it's hard working Apologies, with Leon. He doesn't man. listen. I, I don't do my research, clearly. <laughs> clearly. She, did not, she absolutely did not really do that. What made you choose a path? Why did you choose a path into the industry via casting? Yeah, why did I choose casting? <laughs> <laughs> um, it's kind of the only thing that's ever made sense to me. So, I mean... Basically, my mum was 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 an actress when I grew up. <clears throat> like when I was five years old, we lived in Stratford upon Avon. She was in um, the Royal Shakespeare Company, oh. and so like after school, I'd go and watch them rehearse. Or yeah. so I was just always seeing these people acting and being like, "This is amazing! What everyone's doing here is amazing." Um, and then when I was about 10, she gave up acting because a lot of the things that she was doing in theatre, it was more broad. But in terms of her television work, she was like in the bill as a prostitute or a oh. nurse. She mm. was in the, you know, it, it was the 80s, the yeah. 90s. Yeah. There wasn't a lot for her to do. Um, so she, yeah, she left the industry. You know, listen, she's my mum, so I think she's, like, the best actress that, that there yeah, ever was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it was just so inspiring and things, you know... My mum was once in an episode of Desmond's where she stole pork pie oh, from wow. Susu. Wow. And it was just, like, the oh. coolest thing that ever, ever, ever happened. But, yeah, but these opportunities were really rare. Um, and if you've got to think about... They were supposed to be paying people of similar ages. Right. And she's about 20 years younger than those guys. Oh, wow. So it's just like, how are they making those decisions? And yeah, how are yeah, they? Yeah, so yeah. all these things were just spinning all the time. So I'm basically such a control freak. <laughs> <laughs> I I was like, you know, it, it, it doesn't feel fair that there aren't opportunities yeah. for everyone. 
And I tried to act myself and I mentioned just a bit earlier about the National Youth Theatre. So I, I joined that when I was a teenager mm. and um, did that over a few summers. And it was cool, but it was like, this is an, I'm not, I'm not an actor. Mm. And I was fine with that. But I, I just, I think they're the most fascinating, glorious people. Like to do that as a job, yeah. I find extraordinary. Um, and to put yourself in that situation again and again where you're going to be rejected. Yeah, 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 yeah. And to keep on going. Yeah, I sort of did the National Youth Theatre, was like, that's it. I'm going to go to uni, did a politics degree at Leeds Uni and was like, you know, I'm turning my life around. I'm, I'm changing it. I'm going to go into politics. Mm. I'm going to be a control freak that way. <laughs> um, and then I found a way to make my politics degree about drama. So I like I do courses about the political speeches that people made mm. and I do courses oh. about what it is to be a leader. And it was always just coming back into this psychological, you know, psychology of people again and again. So I left and was like, I can't seem to leave this behind me. Yeah. Intern for a theatre company in London called Tamasha Theatre Company, which is an Asian theatre yeah. company. And then while I was there, I helped the director cast a play one day and it just all clicked That's and was amazing. like, this is it. And then... You know, 13 years later, we're here. <laughs> we're here. <laughs> You're here with us. Good start. You've got to thank, thank you, Mama. Thank yeah, you. exactly. Yeah. So then you said Stratford-upon-Avon and South. Yeah. What like what is this upbringing you had? Well, there was just like one year where she... Oh, okay. She it's was just in, work Yeah, related. she was in yeah the Royal okay. Shakespeare Company and you do like a season and half of that's at the Barbican. Oh, okay. And then a bit of it was in Stratford-upon-Avon. So you didn't grow up in, you grew up no, in no, South. No, no, no. Exactly. It was just one year there but I did cause some trouble there because like I was the only like black kid in my school I got to play Mary because I was like five so I played Mary in the school play and I demanded a black doll they didn't have one so I had to call my mum she had to bring my doll in that's yeah. from five. Yeah, I was very. So dis- wait, hold on, wait. Because I I'm, disrespected my Joseph. I was just like, he's just not giving enough. <laughs> he was idle. Like, <laughs> at just, five. yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't into Engaged. it. Was like, this is our time. Mm. So, okay, yeah, it. I'd got my doll, I'd got my stuff, I was ready. So this, this means you're a fiery young chick. What, like, what, what, what's that in your upbringing? What, like, who made you who you are today? Well, I just think, you know, in my house, it's just me and my mum. Right. Just, just making it happen, just doing it. I, I just saw this formidable woman just creating her dreams all the time. And if they weren't working for her changing them so when acting wasn't working she then became a voice teacher now works at a drama school so she's still she's still in it yeah um and i meet actors all the time who are taught by her and have just have like just wonderful things to say about her it's amazing but yeah it's it's all to do with her really so how do you like jump from knowing that this is what you wanted to do and then working originally for Shane Bake. Yeah, I mean, it took ages, I, I suppose. Actually, it, it took a few years. Ages is, is a bit of an exaggeration. But it just... Um, a few years is ages. Yeah, yeah. A few years is ages when you were trying to chase it. Um, so you, you just had to write to people, to email people, sometimes call people up, which they didn't like. Like, people, casting directors <laughs> I know now, I know I've called and they've been like, don't call me. Really? Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. I'll call you like, I want to work. Oh, do you like, hi, I want to work with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Do you remember when I called you? <laughs> <laughs> no? Okay. No, I'm glad. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, you were just putting yourself out there. So it was a lot of like, 
you know, I'm lucky. I'm from London mm. and my mum understands and supports people who want to work in this industry. Yeah. So I didn't have any of those home pressures. So I had to provide to live in my house. So I would temp when I wasn't making this work and would intern with people. But I, I was given that opportunity where I could intern for a few weeks mm-hmm. but basically back in the day when you didn't get paid to do these things right. because I had somewhere to be there are people who live in other parts of the country who weren't afforded the same luxuries as me um so that's it it was a case of just working with lots of different people and then someone I was working for I was leaving their office so I was working in musicals okay. for a casting director called Pippa Alien and I was leaving an internship with her and then an email went round that Shaheen was looking for a new oh, wow. assistant and someone in her office was like, oh, should I put you up for it? Um, and that was, I just, I never wanted to work in film. Okay. Or television. Why? I, I don't know. I just didn't really, I just, I loved theatre. Okay. My mum, you know, her best work had been sort of all the theatre work and I'd mm. grown up around that and yeah, I really I, wanted to work at the Royal Court. That was like my dream job. I, I'd just done like a playwriting course at the Royal Court mm. just to like, you know, be, be there yeah. in evenings. Yeah. And um, and that's what I thought my, that the sort of casting I was going to do was going to be. Um, so I went for this job. I was lucky enough to get it. And then I realised I didn't know anything. <laughs> I didn't know anything about British actors, really, oh, wow. um, when it came to film and television, apart from ones of a certain level. Yeah. But there's just, like, so many. So then I had to go and learn. And I was really, really lucky. I had this amazing teacher who was like, yeah. <clears throat> watch this, see that, mm. you know, you want to find out about this person, and then we'll give you a DVD. Because this is the time when someone wanted a showreel they would post you oh gosh. Like a DVD episode or something oh, for wow. you to watch. But it meant that we had all this material of in the course, office. Yeah. yeah, And that's it. I just had to become sort of, you know, obsessed with learning about all these actors in, in that way. And then was really fortunate to also see lots of people in the theatre, which is something that I, I understood more of. You branched out on your own after that. But what was it that kind of said, OK, I'm ready to do this? Because a black woman casting director running her own business in this space, which is not really welcoming to us. Well, it wasn't, I assume, when you were getting into it. What made you say, I'm ready? And from leaving Shane, was it from Shane that you did launch a room? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I didn't want to leave. Mm. Now, I'm not saying that in a way of like, I was pushed. Right. I was having the most amazing fun and we were working on the most amazing thing. Mm. Could you roll some of those projects off? So I worked on like the first seasons of Peaky Blinders, like Black Mirror when it was on Channel 4. Mm. Um, so like the one with like Daniel Kaluuya mm, and, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. so things like that was like, that was an amazing, like when he came in that day, it was just like perfect, the most amazing day when he just came <laughs> in and did that. And because he did basically the speech that he does in that yeah. episode. Yeah. 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 And it was just like, I don't know what I've just seen, but that was incredible. Do you oh, know what wow. I mean? It was just like, that's done, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Like, um, yeah, working on Peaky Blinders and it, and, it, and now Peaky Blinders is like a way of life for some yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember those guys not wanting to get that haircut. Do you know what I mean? Oh, like really? just, being, just being like, why well, do I have to cut my hair in this stupid style? Oh, wow. It's a whole thing, <laughs> yeah. a whole movement. So, and um, we worked on, you know, some really nice films. Like we worked on My Brother the Devil when I was there, oh. which is a great independent film. Yeah. Um, she works with a director called Dominic Savage, yeah. who does a lot of like 
um, improvisation work, which is sort of amazing and a different way of working with actors. Yeah. So his auditions, he, he just wants to have a chat. And all yeah. the actors are confused. They're like, sorry, you're just inviting me in for a chat. It's like, he's just going to have a cup of tea with you and then see if your vibe is the right vibe yeah. for this character in his show. So it was just the most amazing thing. I was too comfortable. Oh. That was it. Mm. That was all it was. It was like, okay, I could do this. And if she is happy to have me, I'll gladly stay forever. But there's a niggling bit of, inside of me saying, can you do this yourself? Yeah. Because when you work for someone else, ultimately I'm help facilitating her taste, yes. not mine. Yeah. So there would be instances where I would think an actor was brilliant and she wouldn't or, you know, everyone else wouldn't because it's, it, it's a thing of, t- it's just it's your taste. That's yeah, all yeah, casting yeah. is, it's your personal taste. And I would have pushed for someone that she wouldn't have. And it would be like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Because if you were to give the same project to five casting directors, we'd all cast it differently. And that's the sort of beauty of it. Mm. So I had to go. That's fair. <laughs> it's quite dramatic, isn't it? No. So I, I had to leave. I had to leave. So, we, mm, so uh, you're giving me more questions to ask. Because okay. I want to know something about that. You know, it's, it's down to taste. It is mm. down to taste, but there has to be there has to be like the rules of casting, no? There are no rules. What what do you think the rules I are? I don't know. Like I don't know. No, I think if you really gave us all the same thing, we'd all do slightly you know, there are some things in some people that, that are, just are universal. Across, yeah, that's yeah. Part, I think that's what it is. Yeah. Spot in the universal or spot in the yeah. in the rough. But there are some things all the time that so I watched that thing recently. Um, Pam and Tommy or whatever. Yeah, I was like, yeah. how did they get to Lily James? Like that to me is, gee, I wouldn't, my mm. mind would never have got there. Now maybe it would have because but. maybe they started with Margot Robbie and la 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 and it, you know, they got to her yeah. or, but it's just like, that's such an interesting casting choice. I don't know. So, you know, you're always fascinated in other people's work. So, so that's it. And that's what I would see. There'd be moments where it would be like, you, you ask someone why they would choose the actor or why they don't like that actor. And they'd just be like, I don't know. It's just that they're not for me. Mm. And I think if you watch enough of people's work, you can see, like you can see with a director, you'd be like, okay, that's by that casting director. Oh, really? I, really? Yeah, yeah. I want to get that gig with a yeah, like, you that. know exactly... Yeah. Was, uh, is definitely an Aisha Bywater's casting. And that's what we, that's what I can do when I can watch telly. I'm like, I bet you this is going to be, and then you'll, and usually, and at the end it'll right. be like, yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, it's like. Is that like, obviously, more so British or even in American projects as well? With American, yeah, with American projects too. If you start to think about like, so, you know, the casting director, Alexa L. Fogel, does The Wire, does Pose, does Atlanta. You know, it, you can tell. You can tell there's a, 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 like, a there's a vibe. It's right? the humans. Three very different um, projects, though. But there's a there's a, there's vibe, a vibe to the way that she casts mm. and the people. Oh that really? She picks. I, do you know what? As you're saying that and you're doing this with the hand, <laughs> I can see the vibe. What's, I can see the vibe. So, what's your vibe? You've got an eclectic um, group of projects you've worked on. So, everything I know about love, we are lady parts. The last three. They're all very awkward, but very distinctive and different in terms of voice and representation. So what do you look for when you're casting for those roles? What's your style? What's your signature? I, I now need to start looking at these projects <laughs> and thinking... That's, yeah, that's a nice that's vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Set myself up for something there. Yeah. I don't know. I think for me, it's just all about 
trying to be as authentic as I possibly can. Mm. All those stories are different, but like everything I know about love is about this this certain point in the, these women's life that I remember of like leaving uni, Fine. going to Brixton, mm. being living with some girlfriends, like my boyfriend being the one that moved in to change the dynamic. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. And just being like, so it's always coming back to that. Are the people coming in representing and true to that? So and then it's you know oh, with yeah. lady parts. Are they punk enough? Are mm. they, do, do, do they really? So some amazing people have came in for lady parts who now are flying, but they're not. They don't have those girls' spirit. Right. They don't have those women's spirit, rather. So if they don't have that, so you have to just, you're given some text. You have to be true to it. So if you don't have a point of reference to anchor yourself to authenticate your decision, what do you do? How do you do it? Well, the point of reference, I suppose, is the the team and and speaking to them and speaking to the the writer, oh, okay. the director. So you get their thoughts. So <clears throat> when I interviewed for everything I know about love, uh, the writer Dolly was speaking about her being in Camden at this point in my life, in her life, and I was speaking about being in Brixton and that, and I was like, oh, okay, I get it. Right, okay, right, right, <clears throat> right. And then okay. hanging out with Nida and stuff, you're like, you know, I'm basically using her coolness. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I'm just that's and I'm being like okay I need to find like wicked people like her or and also those girls are London girls yeah mm. yeah and I know what that is so yeah some things are harder to access because they might be slightly further away yeah but as long as you find uh, a, a a way in because not all stories are going to be exactly your story so that that's what I'm looking for so once I understand it like I'm very far removed from everything I know about love actually and I found that experience very challenging because people were so obsessed with that book. Um, mm. And so people couldn't audition properly because they'd lost their heads. Right. And and they were Maggie. And they kept on saying that, I am Maggie. Um, and once you decide you are, then you're not. <laughs> what you need to be is, again, you know, find your version, find an access, but then you're sort of pretending to be her. They just went too too deep on that one. Um, I can see that. And, and yeah, so that's quite hard to manage because you're managing people's dreams. Right. And I'm not here to crush anyone's dreams. Mm-hmm. And I want you to audition and work and, and find your place. And I do believe that most actors, there's a role for them. Yeah. Okay. It's just if they will find that role. Yeah. But being easy and comfortable in yourself, those are the actors that seem to work a lot. The ones that come into the room and you're just like, oh, you're chilled and we're just going to explore today. Yeah. Okay. And it, That's a tip, guys. Sounds very, yeah, hippy-dippy, but it's not. No, it's, no, just, no, it's real. It's okay. Yeah. You've kind of answered the question for me anyway, but in your eyes, what's needed for a casting agent to be successful in their job? Sorry, not casting agent, sorry, casting director. This was a queer's fault because she wrote down casting no, agents. I mean, Therefore, I mean, it's in my head. I mean, so she tried to actually pull it the blame on me. You. Yeah, I just realised that. Oh my goodness. It was you all this time. I apologise. Ah, oh, those pesky kids. What, but yeah, what is a special thing that casting directors have in order to, to be successful in their job? What is it that you have, Aisha? Well, I don't know if you can say, like, these are the things that I have or... But I, I certainly think there's a level of 
you're here to sort of explore talent and nurture it. So sometimes you're seeing a piece of theatre or you're seeing someone coming for an audition or, and you're like, okay, that person has something. Mm. So I think, um, like we discussed a little bit earlier, there are some actors who you know, who everyone knows yeah. is, is going to be... It's just it. It's just who's going to get them the job that achieves that. Yeah. And that's it. That's that's what you're you're looking for the whole time. So I think all I want to do is make sure when people come in they feel as happy and relaxed as they possibly can. Right. For what is a job interview. But all I can make you aware of is this isn't going to be perfect. We're going to make mistakes today. I have never ever well occasionally, but you know, very very rarely been in a room and seen someone do something and then watched that show, seen that film and been like, that's exactly what they did in their audition. It's a process. Mm. And the casting's the start of the process. So my job is to, you know, try and back the right horse by trusting my instincts. And the more that you do that, you get it right. Do you right. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so that's what I think a, a good casting director can do. Just see the possibilities. And that's really nice and really exciting. With that instinct thing and going with your gut and trusting your gut, does that translate into life? Does that help you in life? Because I think people struggle to listen to their gut in general life making decisions. But is this something that you've now honed your tool in making life decisions as well? Because I think so, because you have to do it more than most. Yeah. So um, I can't pick a dinner at a restaurant, but I can make (laughs) 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 That will always confuse me. What if that goes wrong? Yeah. But um, other decisions, yeah, I, I think so. Your instinct but, for people. But I think as well, the good thing about being a casting director is I interview for jobs. Actually, on the way up here, I found out I didn't get a job that I really wanted. So the oh, same very, thing yeah. happens to me that happens to actors. Not as often. Yeah. Like, and I still, I rate the fact that they just go in, give it yeah, their yeah, all, yeah. go and out, and they have to let it go. You yeah. have to let it go and move on because that's happening constantly. But because I'm meeting against my peers and sometimes I know that XXX is going up for a job and I'm like, oh, yeah, you got it. Oh, you got yeah, it. Yeah. Oh, <clears throat> I think it helps as well because it just gives you that thing of, okay, you get what's yours. Mm. whoever you are and that's it all I've got to trust is like okay why do I want to do this project do I think I could do a good job um have I done something similar before so am I repeating myself and sometimes it's like oh you're really scared by it so you've got to do that I was gonna ask a question but I'm gonna off of what you've said how do you interview for a job to be a casting director it feels like it's crazy Obviously, if you've got a project right as a, I don't know, a producer, director, etc., you kind of know the casting director's resume, right? So why would you interview them for it? Like, what is it that you guys have to prove in the interview? If I know. Makes any sense? I know. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You just agree with the interview process. I, yeah, like it's, it's weird. It's interesting that I mean, it's it's good in a sense because it gives a fair share to all different types of casting directors. But it's just interesting to know that casting directors actually have to interview to. Yeah, I mean, don't like, don't get me wrong. I also just get offered jobs, which yeah, is super sure. nice. So there are times where people have seen my work and they want to work with me and that's great. I think there are times where people don't know who they want to work with or um, are fans of lots of different casting directors um, or might be actors becoming like writers, directors yeah. who have been cast by lots of different casting directors. Mm. So want to meet all those people in that that regard. And it's about 
how you're going to fit together, how you're going to work together. Okay. You know what I mean? Because there, it happens rarely, but sometimes you can leave a job because you're not, you you don't Mm. gel with a team. Got you, yeah. And you guys are trying to explain to each other where you're coming from with picking the actors you're picking and you can't get a sense of what that director wants Mm. and everything that you're doing is wrong because you're just not on the same page and they need to be paired with someone else. And Mm. sometimes it might take a director a few goes and then it's like, oh, they always work with that person. Or So there are people that I work with now that I really hope we continue on mm. our relationships. Mm-hmm. And if that was to change, I'd be sad by, and you can sometimes see that, that there are casting directors and certain directors and producers that always work together. And sometimes it's more open than that. But yeah, that's what you're doing. So you're sort of giving them your suggestions and also saying, this is what I would do if I got the job. Right. You know, in my small bit of research last year, I was looking for all of the British black female casting agents. And I have like five down packs that, you know, are doing really well. Yourself, Isabella Odoffin, uh, Carmel Cochran, Heather Baston, and Jessica Straker now. Is there a sense of camaraderie amongst you guys or is it competition? Do you guys speak to each other often? Is there a sisterhood? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, like, casting's a weird thing because it's quite a, a lonely job in a way. Because mm. um, it's like you and your team and your office. You know what I mean? So um, I meet loads of agents because right. I speak to them all day or go to the theatre with them or the cinema. But actually meeting other casting directors is is harder. Oh. Um, but in the last few years, I have met all of those people and lots of other amazing people. Um, and definitely, I'm super excited to see all the things that they're going to do. And I'm massive fans of their work. And it's it's brilliant. There's so many of us. Mm. Um, and I know that if I ever needed to call them, I, I could. And when we see each other at events, it's all, always really nice. And yeah. Nice. Is it a woman's role? Because you know there's some roles in the industry that's just so dominated by women or men, depending. So it's really dominated by women. Mm. Mm. Um, what is that? I don't, I don't know why. Mm. I know that if it was dominated by more men, would have had awards sooner. One hundred percent. That's true. I thought that's you were going to say we'd have more dolly birds on screen, but that's very. <laughs> I'll solve success stuff, me. But um, it's yeah, it's really nice to see it it broadening. Right. Okay. Because you know sometimes it would be like, oh, who cast that? And then you'd look at the cast director and be like, oh, they're quite far removed from that experience, mm. and that becomes a difficult thing because should everyone have? an experience to cast something should every actor have had that experience yeah, to act that role tricky. yeah but when it was like there wasn't even the choice of having someone who may be more similar to it yeah that that's frustrating right. so i'm glad that that that's changed and there are all these people that you can like you know carmel's doing grime kids isabella's doing like ratman supercell for yeah. netflix like yeah. it's mm. just all on like i'm just ready <laughs> to watch just great things yeah. in the next year or so. Yeah, no, it's exciting. So it is ad time. Ding, 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 
Soho Works. Soho Works. So Soho Works is Soho House's co-working space. With sites across London, New York and LA, it's the perfect place for the travelling professional to work. Membership grants you access to all their global sites where podcast equipment, meeting and screening rooms are available for hire. To view locations and apply, visit www.soulhouse.com forward slash membership forward slash works. That's www.sohohouse.com forward slash membership forward slash works. And then you can do your outro song if you want. Ding, 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 ding. I will cut that and record over it. Soho Works. It's the place to be if you want to work. In Soho? We mentioned awards. You are award winning. Casting is commercial now. Casting is commercial now. Which of your nominations and wins made you cry? the most like was like oh my god they actually recognize the shit that i've been doing yeah i mean it's the bafta like that was a crazy insane moment so mm. from my perspective i didn't think i was gonna win that at all give I us was, the i was going for, which bafta for which what so project it's a, it's a bafta that i won for casting we are lady parts okay who are you up against? Who was I up against? So I was up against the show Time, which I really like. Oh, yeah. Brilliant show, yeah. And I was up against Andy Pryor and It's a Sin, which mm. I really like. It's a yeah. Sin, that's a bad. That's a, that's uh, a big one to win agree. against. I was up against Sex Education and Lauren and Sex Education. Oh, wow. All of the shows, including We Are Lady Parts, like really, really good ensemble. They cast, really so, are. Yeah. Anybody, anybody could have won, but the right person. Am I missing one show? I'm trying to find. Okay before you get in trouble because I feel so sad if I if I have missed one show but basically I was just like yeah I, I really liked all those shows mm. Lauren's been up every year of sex education yeah. um you know I just feel like that show is important to a lot of people and mm. you know and I just didn't think that I was gonna win and was like this is lovely that was what was on my vision board like a picture of a BAFTA cool. so tick wonderful <laughs> Um, so then to win was, it was insane for, for me. It was amazing. And the thing about winning a BAFTA, so that's why I had no self-control. <laughs> if I was to go back, I might be calmer, but I, I couldn't be any calmer at that. It was just everything, you know, it, it felt like all the years of work, yeah. all the, yeah, it's I that, just couldn't it's that. believe it. I just thought it was absolutely wonderful. Like for my mum, for my yeah. husband, who's had to just like, work and work while I haven't made much money or you know Mm. it's but also after winning a BAFTA everyone sort of knows what a BAFTA is so sometimes I don't know how you guys feel about your jobs as well but family and friends it can be like yes you sort of make television do you yeah okay doesn't the director cast the shows like what are you really doing and it's like Uh. having these conversations all the time whatever but that people were just like they they understand what that is yeah they, they understand how big and important that is people who hadn't spoken to me in years were getting in touch people's parents were getting in touch to be like you know do you remember when he used to hang out with my daughter in year eight? Oh wow on like twitter it was like it was going That's off mad. who contacted you that were like don't try it <laughs> <laughs> a couple of people who contacted me and it was like well hello <laughs> <laughs> But um, <laughs> so that was also confusing. It was like, that's bold. Yeah. Um, but then also to win it on this night with Nita, the like the yeah. writer director, with PC who did the costume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then like Ajani, 
um, Salmon won yeah. for yeah. Dreaming Whilst Black, and yeah. I love that show. Yeah. Like Heather cast that show. It's coming for a series. I'm, I'm so excited. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, I'm so excited. I'm a script guys. editor on it. No, you're not. I know. No. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, so, yeah. and, so it was just like this this night. And then I've got a friend called Kibre Javarez. Yeah, we love Kibre. Um, and he won one for like the opening credits of the Tokyo Olympics. Yeah. And he is like my... One of my husband's best friends, they went to school together. And that's oh, wow. how I met my husband. And my husband was there as well. So it was just like that's this great. night that's of beautiful. black and brown people just achieving mm-hmm. um, and making noise in a room that was quite quiet before yeah, everyone yeah, came up and made some quiet, noise. Man. We've got to make yeah. noise up in the place. So, yeah. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring your, your high down now. Oh. Um, <laughs> what's, the, what's the worst no you've ever had? Every no. <laughs> every yeah. single one that I, that I receive every single time is a real, like, I'm going to go home and think about this job that I just lost sure. today and yeah. be Aww. like, these are the reasons that I lost it and these are the reasons why I'm rubbish at interviews and I'm la la la. And then I'll, and then I'll move on. But mm. one thing I will say, though, is that once I went to interview for working title to be like an intern, a production intern. I always thought that that was going to be my way in to the film and television industry and that I really messed it up. Mm. And then I think it's amazing to go full circle and now working title are the people that made We Are Lady Parts and made everything I know about love. And I've got to work with that company to make the things that led me to win a BAFTA. Mm. So it's sort of... I think that's sort of fascinating that like 12 years difference. Yeah. You were ready. Yeah. Okay. We'll bring you back up again. What's the most rewarding yes outside of the BAFTA win? Yeah. I suppose for me, a really positive yes was getting everything I know about love because it's something that wasn't about race in any way. Yeah. Mm. And some, and some of my, a lot of my work is, and that's something that I'm really interested in, but just something that is just a mainstream show. Um, and knowing that I went up along some of the great and the good mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and, you know, I was lucky enough to be the one that day that got the job because I just, yeah, I didn't think it was going to be me and having a chat about boozing in my 20s in Brixton was going to lead <laughs> to getting a, I mean. getting a job. So, you know, that that felt really good. Mm. So what are three of the worst casting decisions it's, of any film? Usually when things go wrong, there's a reason. And if you were to hang out with that person and talk about it, okay. it would be like, this is what we were trying to do. Sure. And then this, this and this happened. Right. And we had to right, finance right, right. the film. Okay. And so we did this because like they were in whatever. And at the time it was really popular. So an example is um, about five to seven years ago, people just always were talking about like influencers, like YouTubers. Yes, yes. Oh, yes. And yes. then for a while it was all like, let's just cast some YouTubers. And mm. then they got some data and were like, no, it's going to see films with YouTubers. It's like, because I can't act, guys. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you should still just keep on casting the actors. So, you know, those are the things that I think are just, when decisions are made, I appreciate that this is a business. Mm. And I appreciate that people are putting a lot of money into things. But when that is more, you know, the popular decision than the creative decision, I think most of the time the films fail. So I think another good example is um, Amanda Stenberg, when they said, I don't want to take it any further with Black Panther, they made that decision. They interviewed for the role 
that Letitia Wright has. Oh, okay. They interviewed, they auditioned for that role and they got to a certain point and then were like, I don't think that there's a space in this movie for right. me as a mixed race person. Right, right. Putting on this accent when the rest of the cast are going to be dark-skinned actors. They took themselves out of the process. Mm. But if they hadn't, they might have got that role and that might have been something that jarred people. Yes. Mm. And became a talking point where now everyone just looks at that film and just it's all about the joy of seeing those people in those roles. Someone came in recently and they were conflicted about coming in for a role and... We had a a massive chat about it as a team while they were in the room. And it was like, actually, this is a lot that actors are taking on as well. To be constantly looking at their race, what that is, and if they should even be here. Mm -hmm. When they've got fewer opportunities anyway across the board. It's like, it shouldn't be in their hands, actually. It should be us having these conversations and be really clear before we get to the point where we're putting it. Because it's it's no one's fault, but there's a massive thing. And I don't know, you know, the answers to it about authenticity. Because what is acting? Right. Exactly. And then what is, does everyone who, you know, I've got a role for someone that has a certain disability. Right. Does everyone coming in? And, And I think the answer is yes. I think for now we should probably all try as much as possible to, if I'm casting someone who might be autistic, if I'm casting someone who might be of Nigerian descent, at least trying to cast a West African actor for now. Because yeah. I think it's a, it's, a, it's a conversation about representation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And hopefully once we have enough representation across the board, and then all those actors are just being cast because they're really good, right. then we can start to, again, just play. It, it's really complicated. Mm. And I personally know that conversations I have with other casting directors, like, I'm scared. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're, you're scared all the time that you're going to do something that offends because you're purposely oh trying gosh. not to. Yeah. You're always offending someone. Like, you put out a breakdown and now... You know, you guys see, you put them out sometimes on, on Instagram or Twitter or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then loads of actors come back and they're like, why aren't you? And it's like, well, no, we are. We are also seeing you, but we want to open it up for whatever reason. Or So I think it's something that, yeah, you just need to keep on constantly teaching yourself. Um, give us your top three best casting decisions of any film. Well, again, this is super hard and I'm very bad at making lists of like favourites. Mm-hmm. So, so things that I really like, are, I really like a film called um, All About Eve, which is like a 1950s black and oh, white yeah. film with yeah. Betty Davis, yeah. where she's just like, can I say, just a bitch? I love it. <laughs> yeah. She just walks around, she's this actress and this young actress comes and just steals her life. Yeah. And she knows what's going on, but no one will believe her. And just and I just think it's she's just this phenomenal, powerful woman. Right. Um and yeah, my mum used to show me a lot of black and white films when I was younger and just, you know, the power of something that's yep. it's got no colour, but it feels so rich and it feels so so I loved that. Um when I was a kid. You know, I massively loved Cool Runnings and the best character ever created is Sanka. <laughs> and if but I got the to cast... accents! I don't, I don't, don't care. Don't worry about that one, then. I don't care. Yeah. It's not now. <laughs> He's done the best he could do. He's got a lucky egg. When I was a kid... Because the thing is, when you're a kid, Fair. 
you are like grappling onto these Anything wheels. Yeah, 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 it's true. So true. it's just like this is on Disney. This, yeah, yeah, you know, I hear you. All same right. with like Sister Act or whatever. You just can't. But you know, the first time I saw Lauren Hill, I was like, yeah, it was, it was, it was out yeah, of control. Yeah, yeah. I was like, okay, she's got yeah. braids like me. You know, I do not have that voice. But it was like, what is, what is <laughs> yeah, going yeah, on yeah, there? And then she was in the Fugees. It was just it was all too much for my brain to handle. <laughs> I get it. Um, and then third, I would say, is more just like a film in general. If there was one thing in my life that I could have cast, it would be Moonlight. Mm. Oh. I just, as a piece of casting, because I don't think you ever think about the cast. I don't think you ever think about anything in Moonlight. Just what's got, you're just watching in the story. And, you're in the, point, and so that means you've done your job as a casting director, because you're not, I'm not even like, that's Naomi Harris. What's she doing here? I'm just mm. in it from beginning. Like, I went to see that at the London Film Festival. And that screening was wild. Like, the great and the good, it felt like, were there of black film and telly. And they were just, afterwards, everyone was just energised. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was such a wonderful experience. So, yeah, if that if I'd have made that, I'd be like, I'm done. Can, can I move take, on now? Yeah, can true. I take a small moment to recognise Travante Rhodes? That's Travante um, Rhodes. Travante. So, in regards what, to... What a beauty. What a beauty. Yes. Can I say that? I shouldn't have said that. He's a, no, he's a good looking man. <laughs> but just you know the thing about that with the eyes, because you know how it's like you go from the eyes, uh, how you get through the three stages. Of yes. Level, and that was the thing with the casting. It was like, they don't have to look alike, but as long as there's something in, in the, the eyes, eyes, it's the same. Mm. She's like, when you're here, this is a casting director. You're like, oh my gosh, it's amazing. <laughs> really makes you geek out. This is stuff that my husband's like, I don't want to hear about. This is so boring. And I'm like, it's just all in the eyes. <laughs> so true, man. Um, talent predictions. Who should we be looking out for? That's so big. Who should we be? Who is on the up? Who should we be looking? Who should we be looking? Do you know know a guy called Michael Ward? Oh, (laughs) I've heard of him. There's a little late. I've tried to get. I've tried to get my daughter to marry him, and she's always like, "Mom, I've got a boyfriend." (laughs) Michael's a sweet. He's a sweet gem. No, I mean that is that's a crazy. I mean that that's done. Um, I don't know. I I think it's quite a nice time, if I'm honest, at the moment. Yeah. And I think there's a lot going on. What I will say is, I worked on this film. And let's see what happens um, with that's like co-written by Daniel Kalia called the Kitchen, the Kitchen. Yeah, 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 directed by my friend Kim. Kim yeah, 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 yeah. And we just got to cast in different ways on that, and we cast a couple of people like in the drill scene, and we cast someone who's oh, like okay. big on Insta. And there's smaller roles, but it's just what I find even more exciting is just all the many ways okay. that you can find these people yeah, mm-hmm. at the moment. So okay. that's what I'm excited about. I've by. heard hugely amazing things about The Kitchen. Well, I hope so. I mean, I can't say any more because... But I w- actually, the little boy in The Kitchen, Jediah, who yeah, just came from... I mean, you know, when you have those moments yeah. where just someone comes in and it's like, you've got really great instincts, but you're like 12. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of yeah. Me. Like, what's going yeah, on? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, let's see. I hope people respond to it, but stuff like that. So he's one to watch. Hopefully, I haven't seen anything of it, but hopefully they make a good film. So there is an image of you. You're pensive. You're looking into the distance and it's black and white. And then it's going to be a quote and (laughs) and then it will have your name, Aisha Bywaters. What is the quote that defines who you are? This will also be the name of the episode. Pressure. Oh my goodness. Okay, so it's just a quote that defines 
a quote that you know yeah defines that you a quote that you love like what represents you um i i suppose do what you love just that's it i suppose that's that's what i'd say do what you love that's it i suppose that's it. okay cool. yeah I've, i like that got it yeah. do what you love i also say a lot at the moment just keep trucking so just, what you just, love. Keep just keep trucking because it's just I like, like just trucking. keep on going guys so we do in my house at the moment it's just keep on going keep going yeah don't listen to the noise like keep trucking don't listen to the noise there you go well, between all of those there must be something to it's all of them oh absolutely <laughs> all of those things that you just <laughs> said incredible name this movie show tv film quiz show thing (laughs) now it's a very exciting time yeah okay okay no yes it is i'm excited please be because i think this is this is the greatest game ever invented it's called name this quiz show tv game film show thing it basically you're just going to guess the title of a film or tv show and because you're in casting, we've chosen film or TV shows with award-winning casts. Oh, wow. This is fine, Aisha yeah, Bywaters. Yeah. So, just to get you through the game, how it will work, okay? Mm. You'll get a chance to guess four times. Loads. It is, isn't it? It's a great game. So, clue one. We will give you odd words from the title, and that's worth four points. Okay. Clue two, if you don't get it on clue one. We will tell you how many words are in the title, and that's worth three points. Clue three, if you fail to get it then, one word to describe the film or the TV show. That's worth two points. And then clue four, if you really can't get it by then, a description of one of the characters. That's worth one point. If the word or the title is too easy, we might give you just a syllable. Oh, come on. Okay. So I'd just like to point out, right, I hadn't seen the clues yet. And I've just come across the clues. And, Aquia, you are ridiculous. Okay. I'm not. Okay. okay. Yeah, go. Oh, my I'm gosh. I'm so nervous. You do it first. Oh, you go oh, first. I'm so sorry about this. All right, cool. So, your first project. So, we're giving you a syllable. On. An award-winning film. I have to move on to three points. Two words in a title. And there are six syllables. So, I'll give you a clue. The mm. second word... Has four syllables. That's not even a clue, really, is it? (laughs) Right. And on is the third syllable of that word. It's a film. Yes, it is. And it's award winning. (laughs) (laughs) I have to go to two points. I'm so sad. Go on. So, this is where we're going to give you the theme. Okay. Yeah, just describe the film. Then this is, this is a queer's clue again. Winners. Come on. I'm on. On. Winners. This is winners. Two words. I think people are just getting it in the audience who will be listening. No, they no (laughs) one will be getting it. (laughs) I think everyone's like, oh my god, it's oh my god, it's winners. Can I have the final? (laughs) Sure, sure. Okay. A boy successfully answers questions. Slumdog Millionaire. Yes, that's correct. Wow. I mean, wow, sure. That, sure. that is a sure. quiz. Sure. The most ridiculous. <laughs> and by the way, that won the 15th Green Actors Guild Award and won the award for Outstanding Performance by a Cast in a Motion Picture. Right. Really? Yes. That's cool. Right? 
Okay. So clue one, the first word is black. Well, like Black Panther. Well, like Black Panther, but no. So the word in the title, one of the words in the title is black. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like Black Snake Moan. Are you saying like, or are you giving us your answer? No. Do you want the next clue? Yes, there are four words in the title. I haven't and said. This is TV or film? Sorry, it's a film, film, my love. It's a film. It's a film. An award-winning the, uh, award-winning was film. Yeah. There's black in the title. There are four words in the title. And all of these films are award-winning <laughs> for, for casting. Yes, for casting. Or nominated. Nominated for casting. Oh, nominated. Okay. Nominated. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know. Okay. We'll have the clue. The clue. Yeah. For this film is Coca-Cola. It's a very important clue if you see the film. Yes. Coca-Cola. Oh, I'm so ashamed. What's the next Don't clue? Don't be ashamed. What's the next, the next clue? clue is a thirsty woman tries to make a tune. Oh my God. Black, I wouldn't even know that. Black, four words. Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola. Have you even seen this film? You have definitely seen this film. Tries to make a tune. Do you want to phone a friend? I mean... Yeah, I'm, oh, I'm your wow. friend, by the way. Yeah, I, I want to phone a friend. I'm going to be so upset. Okay, so this film was a late great actor's last film. That's too much. It's a late and great actor's last, last film. film. Not Someone making a record. Yes. I'm going to be so upset. I can't you put are. any of you these things are. together. A late great actor's last film. Who? What is it, guys? <sighs> Ma Rainey's Black oh. Bottom. Oh, Chadwick. Yeah. Oh. Aisha, how do you feel right now? Terrible, actually. Okay. It won the, N- <laughs> it won the NAACP Image Award for Outstanding Ensemble oh, in a Motion Picture. The next project, the clues are of the, of the. <laughs> of the? Okay, cool. I don't think my brain's made for this game. Of the, of the. Not many people's brains yeah. are. Okay, can I move on? Absolutely. Uh, there are 10 words in the title. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> of the of the ten words in the of the of the no that's all right the, <laughs> the clue that we had is long that's the clue that's it's really clue. long it's really long long like the title's long no the film the film is ooh. see oh the film's really long i'll give you another one word clue shire i don't get it do you want to call a friend or your final clue? It's my final clue. I'm just not made for this game, guys. <laughs> Nobody is. Nobody is. An unsuspecting person has to save the world. The geeks words. are going mad right now. Is it a book? It was a book. Yeah. It's like that book, right? By Terry Pratchett. Not Terry no. Pratchett. Oh. The other person. <laughs> well, the Lord of the Rings. Yes. The Lord of, of the, the Rings. Ri- the, 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 oh, we- Fellowship of the... Stone. I don't know the titles. <laughs> I don't know the titles, guys. Oh, you got it. It's Lord, Lord of, of the, the Rings, Rings, The Return of the King. The, that classic third <laughs> installment. <laughs> guys, I didn't see it. Okay. Tell us about the Oh, sorry, sorry. The Screen Actors Guild Award for Outstanding Performance by Cast in a Motion Picture. Oh, wow. The clue is the. Because sure. it's too easy. Yeah. It's really easy, this one. Yeah. The. But the, there's so many there. It's a film or TV. Film. It's film, These but are... you would really get this. I'm going to get it. You are. Can, yeah. I, can I move down to the next clip? Sure. Uh, there are three words in the title. Okay. It's British. It's a British film saying the three words. And it's really obvious. The. <laughs> I'll call a friend. All right, cool. Um, <laughs> it is set in England and Nigeria. 
That was the last tree. Oh, that was an open clue. <laughs> wow. I it, think I did really well there. Yeah, you did. You did. But I'm the games <laughs> master, so I don't want wins. Okay, last yeah. one. This is, again, syllables, because no. And also, this is too easy now. Light. Light. Buzz Lightyear. No. Yeah, okay, fine. Do you want the second clue? Yeah. It's one word title. It's a one word title. Come on. With light in it. Yes. Light year. No. It's a good guess. It's a good guess. It's, it's a good guess. But you've literally. You, I, you're, you, I can tell you're tired because you, you should have got it straight away. Really? Yeah. yeah. We've light. Light. We just spoke about it. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> we've spoken about it. You, you spoke about it. In Do you want such... the third clue? It's... I've spoken about it. Yes, you did. I've spoken about light. It's Moonlight. A... Yes. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, my oh, God. That should have been higher up the list. It would have given me confidence. <laughs> Lord of the Rings and the la 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 I'll never forget. Yep. It's a brilliant game, don't you yeah. think? It's interesting, yeah. <laughs> All right, the final bit of our wonderful, wonderful time with you, um, Aisha, is the process. It initially started as a way to get into understanding people's um, roles. We had a roundtable series. So, like, we would start off with writers and then they'd come up with a concept and then they'd pass it on to directors and then et cetera, et cetera. And build a story. Yeah. But now... We We just want to build a story. We just want to build a story. So, as you are our first guest of the new season, you must come up with an idea for a story, like an opening scene. And then what will happen is the next guest will continue on from there until we build a story towards the end of the season. Oh, wow. And it can be whatever you want. It could be a film, it could be a short film, it could be a TV series, whatever you want. I don't want to do something that's too timely because, you know. It doesn't matter, honestly. Are you very surprised where Where we've gone? Okay, cool. I want to start this story at Carnival. So this is a story of... Three girlfriends going to their first carnival after the pandemic and they're 25. Nice. And, okay. And are they on the train the way there? Are they already there or they're oh. home? Oh, they're on the train on the way. They're nice. on the train. Yeah. People are drinking even though they should be. People are playing music. People have got the whistles out and it's a hot, hot day. Okay. Um, what genre is it? Oh, what genre is it? Great question. So it's uh, <laughs> it's a comedy. It's, it's not, a comedy. It's not, it's okay. Gonna nice. It's gonna be a nice t- what's well, a nice time until someone takes it over. But yeah, for it's now. A comedy. Okay, thank you. I like it. I think that's a good start. It's a good start. We'll see where it ends up, I and mean, you will hear okay. where it ends up. Aisha Bywaters, thank you so much, Ms. Casting so Director. Yes. Is thank it? you guys. It's been wonderful, haven't you? Lovely. It? Apart from the game that I'll think about. <laughs> <laughs> Aisha, this is my favourite game in the whole wide world that I created. Run it okay. by your husband and see what he ha- what happens. No, yeah, friends got a lot of people to see this weekend. I'll yeah. be <laughs> see how they yeah. get on. I will send yeah. you the, the script and the rules, right? and it's a, it goes. It's got legs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to speak to Hasbro or Mattel to make it. <laughs> Where can people find you? Um, I have an Instagram. I should buy what was casting, um, Twitter, the same. Then I'm on, and then we have a website and that has all our details. Best to get in touch via email. I was about to say, how should people not contact you? 
best just not to phone because it's just <laughs> if there's some kind of written dialogue it's so much easier to have and follow in. okay and should they not see you on the tube and say i can act i mean and do a monologue from color purple oh my life i had to fight i mean did that happen to me oh um at a friend's it was new year's eve actually so I was at a New Year's Eve party. We'd gone to the countryside with my husband's uni mates. And one of his uni mates was like, come over here. <gasps> and then got his phone and was like, I've written a monologue. No. To do to you. no. And we were like in the middle of Derbyshire in this like country house. And there wasn't many of us. And I was just like, I just, I've got nowhere to run. Like no, it was just, no. we've was, never recovered, I think. Was he good? No. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's, it, it, that's very rarely is order. when people do... And like once at, on a night out, some guy found out I worked in casting and then just did like different characters the whole night. <laughs> really? Like, what do you want? Like this? What do you want like that? It's like, I want nothing. <laughs> I just want brilliant. to enjoy my time. That's brilliant. So yeah, when I'm out, I'm out. But otherwise, I'm, you know, I'm on it and please contact. You should always take your opportunities. Oh. Email is best. <laughs> so that's it. 